tired. I don't want to climb tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You just stay down there and catch anyone who jumps out. <laughs> yeah, they're... We'll chuck the shard to you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Woke up in a lucid dream. Now we're hunting for the shards. We might be an oddball team. But at least we've got no bugs. World Megan McKay. I'm playing Tin, who is a female forged fighter and a gunslinger. And you can find my work at doodleforfood.com and onedrewdino.com. Hi, I'm Olivia Welch, and I'll be playing the character Ertleby, who is a grandma and also a gunslinger. She's a druid, but she doesn't know it. She just thinks she's really good at gardening. You can find my work at imaginquest.net. Hi, my name is Jane. I draw the webcomic The Pigeon Gazette, which you can find at thepigeongazette.tumblr.com. I play Vasa, who is a human female rogue. Hi, my name is Wesley Hall, and I play the dwarven wizard Rumblestone Hammer Storm. I make the comic Nameless Species, found at namelessspecies.com. And I'm Pedro, creator and GM of Worldwalkers. Last time on Worldwalkers, the group made their way through the Grey, a shadow dimension of broken timelines that never were. Before long, the group began to hear voices. They threatened to tear the group apart until Ertleby found a way to silence the whispers. I would, I would explain that, yeah. These, this is most likely the, the sounds of things that never happened or things that never came to be or things that were, that were erased. Or, because I, I think it's best to ignore it and stay on the path. Hopefully we can get out of this soon enough. Can we talk to it? Hello? Hello? I don't know why they'd let you die. It's very weird. Hello? I kind of go like, grandmother, it's best not to disturb what is, what is, what is not meant to exist. Hello? Hello? Grandmother. You're creating time paradoxes. Oh, it talked back to me. It talked back. It said, please help me. What? Do you need help? Do you need help? Do you need help? Grandmother. Do you need help? <laughs> Hello? After driving the voices away with her insistent presence, the group emerges to an almost familiar location. As you exit the cave, your gaze turns upwards as you look into a dark swirl of gases. Decaying rocks hang frozen far above, with a collection of dying stars surrounding them. Ahead of you, piercing through the ground and reaching into the sky, are dozens of obsidian spires. Rising out of the middle of the spires is an imposing tower covered in runes. At its base, it must be a hundred feet wide. Ripped into the sides of the tower at random intervals are caverns. The top of the spire stretches into an impossibly balanced sphere of sheer obsidian, and piercing the small openings around the sphere is a light that can be seen for miles. Lantern. I think we found the lantern. The group snuck and battled their way to the main spire in the center of where Hogarth should have been. Ertleby, determined to reach the top, shifted into a cat and climbed 100 feet up a spire, where she found both inspiration and terror. Yes. And you peek your head up above, and inside the enclave, the first thing your eyes find is what must be the Shard of Stardust. It's six inches tall, and it shines bright, filling you with creativity. Bookshelves and a finely crafted desk line the walls of the sphere. 
the first suggestion you've seen that something other than these creatures live here. One of those creatures is up here right now, staring at the shard relentlessly. It's much larger than the others you've encountered, and its spine is rough and exposed. And now, on to the episode. Uh, Erdelby is quite alarmed by this. Because these guys are pretty pretty terrible, right? And didn't one almost kill her last, uh, last time? She had, she had, a, she had a spot some... of trouble. Mm, she did. She had a... There's a pepper of danger. Uh, there was, there was um, an ounce of near death. So as she um, sees it turning, she's also been gaining a lot of skills, hanging out with her new buddies. Um, her wish, her most singular wish is to avoid being seen by passing without a trace, which happens <laughs> to be a spell I'm going to cast right now, um, which... Uh, which says a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you from detection. So, um, Erdelby whispers to herself, like, um, I like things that are nice and green. Please, please, please don't want to be seen. <laughs> but she says it in cat form. So it just sounds like, like a long mule. It's like, meow. All right, go ahead and give me a stealth check. 25. Hold on. Uh, it's kind of cutting it close. <laughs> I wrote really well. I don't want to brag. <laughs> so do you have a backup character, Olivia? <laughs> Bradley. It's Bradley. Bradley's my backup character. Come to avenge. I love you, Grandma. I'll earn your love. How do we explain the grandmother's death? Oh, yeah, she, your grandmother turned into a cat and then climbed up a spire. No, then she just people. left. We never saw her again. Yeah, we never saw her. That sounds like Grandma. <laughs> um, so it turns, looks your way, um, but you have kind of furrowed up and ducked underneath. And... Yeah, the shadows kind of wrap around you. Even the, the those look, that looking below, who are keeping an eye on you, they don't see you anymore. You better be freaking out. <laughs> you better be like super nervous on behalf of Erdelby. <laughs> no, cool. All right. Like you're asking them to avenge you. You haven't even fallen yet. <laughs> <laughs> you drop down below, and you're kind of wrapped up in shadows, and it doesn't seem to notice you. The stardust. Very <laughs> yep, slowly. So, um, you bring your claws up above, pull yourself up, kind of wrapped in shadows. Um, at this point, the light is so bright in the room that you're worried that if you get too close, you're going to have to re-roll your stealth at disadvantage. At disadvantage? Yeah. Olivia's <laughs> worried about that, not Ertleby. She's not worried about the d20. Yeah. Um, Don't forget that uh, Tin is like climbing up fast behind her. So. Oh yeah, thank you. I forgot about that. I thought Tin is made of noisy metal. <laughs> Swift man, I'm not okay. rusty. That's okay. offensive. <laughs> I don't remember right. your check before. Can you? Are you? Are you stealthing up there then? Um, I don't remember doing stealth. I just remember using my turn just to climb. But I was would like you thirty like to feet. Stealth? Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I guess if you if you have to ask that I, I think that's a strong hint that I should. Well, right now you're kind of like. 
<laughs> there's actually there's actually one of those like little truck things that that noises when it backs up like beep beep beep. Um. So technically, if I was within, or I was right at the edge of thirty feet, do I get that cool spell of like um potentially being? Yeah, that's fine. Here? Yep. Um, how does that work with my roll? Is it plus ten? Yeah, plus ten. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna do a stealth check. Oh my god! Um, I told you you were really, really high. It's a, it's a natural one, guys. Natural. Oh, but but it's eleven with the. With the robot, they're just made of metal part. Stop! Right, so, <laughs> I thought he was um, WD forty today. Like, yeah. <laughs> old rusty knee. Wait, wait, wait. I have. I actually have an inspiration point. Does that mean I get to re-roll? Technically, right? Or is that how you're, that works? You're supposed to roll it ahead of time, but you can do it now. Can't be a natural one to fight. <laughs> it's, uh, a two. it's a It's a twenty-four. All right, so you, um, Erdelby, you're like on the edge, like I said. Um, you don't even hear uh, Tin coming up from behind you. In the meantime, Vasa is kind of like pacing silently at the bottom, like very. Should I climb? Should I stay here? Should I climb? Just kind of like, oh, not happy. Should I stay or should I go? <laughs> can Can Tin like turn around and do like a really cheesy like thumbs up? Like I got this. Erdelby, what are you doing as Tin approaches? I am, uh, she's completely clueless. Like, she doesn't really care that it's very bright in there. She's going to continue to sneak along like a, like a fat cat with, like, little legs. <laughs> it's just, like, the little legs are, like, like gingerly plopping one after another. <laughs> so I think that means do a stealth check with disadvantage. Yep. Can I see that head shake? And you're right behind me. You'll rescue me. No, maybe, maybe instead of this, like... <laughs> Maybe we should just dash for it instead of padding for it. You've got this hurdle B, I believe. It's twenty-six. You see Pedro's eyebrows just now? They were like That was a jam. They were like eyebrows. No no, it was like Jesus. <laughs> um yeah, these are the softest kitty paws that have ever met the gray, because <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you're still creeping along, just stalking forward, butt in the air. Um, <laughs> now he's looking directly at the shard. This creature is. So, what do you want to do? Like, you can do whatever you want, but if you're gonna crawl up and try to grab it, I mean, <laughs> that's not stealth. I want to crawl on it. That's something we can do, right? You said that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Climb on the, yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you gonna like roll for a charisma check because you're gonna purr and rub against its ankle? I'm just, I'm just gonna. It's like it's looking at the thing I want, right? So if yeah. I crawl on its head, it can't detect that I'm like it. it I'm like, just gonna, I'm just gonna go look up Bartleby's number now, Bradley's number now, because we need to get him ready to join the Avengers. <laughs> all right, all right, Pedro. I'm like scrolling up the the stuff you said about climbing onto a creature. Can I not do this? You can do it. You can totally do it. You never have sent a senile grandmother <laughs> up there. <laughs> a contested roll is all that is required for the smaller character to jump onto the larger one and start clambering around, as if the larger creature is difficult terrain. So what's a contested roll? 
The smaller creature uses its action to make a strength or dexterity, an athletics or acrobatics check. What we didn't know was that Ertleby actually has dementia. She was in her home, her nursing home. I got an 11. You got an 11? Yes. (laughs) Um, So you kind of start crawling up its um, sharp, barbed tail with the teeth at the end. And you you make it over there safely enough. But then as soon as it feels you on its tail, it whips you forward against the wall. Um, So you did not hold on. Uh, You take four damage and land on your feet as per the laws of nature. Oh no! <laughs> Nobody what? saw that coming. Mind blown. Oh. <laughs> Who would have thought that would happen? Who would have thought? Oh, Who man. Have you only took four damage. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, it, it didn't hit her. It just threw her against the wall, and so I gave it falling damage. So, okay. So, how much is Ertle be at? She's at eight. She's good. Oh, eight in total, or eight left? Tiny eight Dina. left. Eight oh. hit points Dina left Dina on Dina. this of nine lives. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a cat now. Alright, so um, yeah, it kind of just sniffs and it throws its tail forward and you crash into the wall and land on the ground and it just kind of moves its its head towards you and kind of just just kind of growls at you and stares at you. Now that it's distracted, Uh, Megan can go grab it. Um, I'm torn between... Um, the shard, get the shard. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I think while it's distracted, I think I am gonna I'm gonna cast um, Mage Hand, which allows me to move yep. a small object. <laughs> yep. Um, and I'm gonna try like while she's like uh, <laughs> distracting, I'm gonna be like. <laughs> All right, so Megan, um, you managed. Now the the room is the the. Um, hovel is about 50 feet deep, so you can move it 30 feet this round. But you do successfully grab the shard and start to move it. Uh, Ertleby, what would you like to do? It's staring at you. Uh, run away! But what about a dodge? That's a good point. Um, one of the actions you can take is disengage, where you step away without provoking an ac- uh, opportunity attack. I'm gonna do that. Alright, so... You kind of duck low, and then its head, kind of like, if you remember, the, the, the necks are very long. Uh, mm-hmm. It kind of elongates and goes further than you would expect. It um, goes about ten feet out trying to bite you, but you duck and kind of scurry out of the way. And as it turns, it looks at Tin, and it Fuck. looks at the shard floating in the air, moving by some kind of mysterious force, and it just... Just does this huge scream and its wings unfurl, oh. and it's going to take off. <laughs> so everyone, we need to roll initiative. Wait, how can it take off? It's in a cave. It's going to like start running forward, and then it'll jump out and try to fly. Yeah. All right. So uh, Ertleby, you're first. Uh, Ertleby, who is like kind of. I imagined the disengage action being like she's like stepping backwards and then trips over her hind legs and kind of like <laughs> flops, like flops backwards. All right. Um, sees it turn around and uh, wants to get revenge for having looked a little silly just then. Um, so she concentrates really hard 
And she tries to bind this creature to the earth. Um, nice. Yellow strips of magical energy loop around it as she thinks really hard and says, Meow. Yeah, you watch as jagged rocks erupt from the ground and lock around its ankles and keep it from taking off. His turn, or its turn, it is going to rush forward and it's going to just bite down on the shard. Damn it! Oh. No! It eat it! God. <clears throat> oh, We're going to have to wait it out. We're going to have to give it some laxatives. Yeah, this is like when the dog eats the wedding ring. It's the classic. Brumblestone? Uh, well, hearing the commotion and figuring that that's where the action is, it's it's time to climb. So I'm inspired to go into battle. Nah. No dwarf wants to die not on his feet. And, you know, uh, I got really connected to Grandma there because she talked about her family. And dwarfs <laughs> come from a large family, so we could really relate. Yep, yep. So he just he hits the building and just starts right, give me a climb himself check. up. 17, do I have strength? Yep. It's 19, I think. 19, then. Yeah, yeah, I have the rock stepper, which is difficult for rocky terrain. Oh, so that's right, because you're from Obrimos, yeah. So yeah. you start climbing with no effort, almost. You just start yeah. quickly scaling up the side of the, uh, of the spider. It's very Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> 10? I'm kind of not sure if we're trying to, like, get this thing to the ground or if we're trying to fight it in this, like, tiny little room, but I guess I'll just step into the room officially. And um, I'm going to have a true strike, which gives me advantage on my first attack roll. So I'm going to cast that and hopefully be able to land a hit on this guy. Okay. Also, I'll just try, yeah, and I'll just be like, and be out in the open. <laughs> that's, that's the sound effect for true strike now. I'm going to close yeah. that out. Bah. I guess you said. <laughs> that's Tin's way of, she's like, computing spell. <laughs> Yeah, so you just kind of a Earl. We can see a kind of a quick flash of light in Tin's what? eyes as she kind of gains a focus and looks like she's ready to take the creature down the next round. Uh, um So I guess I'm ready. Ha- I'm halfway up the pillar wall. Yep. Uh, just try to make my way up all the way to the top. All How right, much? Or so. well, just or just my whole action. Whole this turn. you can get up there almost over the edge this round. All right, that's good. Cool. Yeah, words of encouragement over don't, the. No, don't, 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 don't wake the other character features. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you can I do wave it, above it, the top, it, saying, it. "Hey guys, <laughs> you can see my little tiny robot fingers like all like, over the ledge." Vassal <laughs> <Lots of> wiggling. <laughs> so the moment I heard the roar in the cave, I basically just shit. And then I, um, I basically have to start climbing up as well because that's clearly what's gonna, that's where the action is gonna be. So I'm gonna use both my actions because I have two actions. I mean, you can use your action to move twice, and then use your cunning action as your bonus action. Oh, okay. Well, shit. I'm just like escalating up there then. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Ertlebee, new round. Uh, so to recap, it just ate the thing. It just um, ate the shard. Uh, this will not stand. Ertlebee, uh, <laughs> reaches for her gun as her paw transforms back into a human hand and pulls it out. She is going to shoot that shard out of the neck of this monster. So she is going to attack. <laughs> All right. Doing a ranged weapon. 
16 plus 4 is 20. That's a hit. Grandma, go, Grandma, go. 12. I do 12 piercing damage. Nice. So, uh, yeah, he, uh, you watch as the cat kind of forms up into Ertleby again. And as she does, she's already pulling her revolver out of her shawl. And there's a huge crack of thunder as uh, her gun goes off. And it it reels back in pain, not expecting that to happen at all. And then from down below, you can hear like... As one by one, different creatures start to uh, stir. Oh, no. I'm sure oh, it's fine. No. I'm sure they're all bunnies. Did the bullet at least, like, in a really epic scene, literally puncture through to the other side, carrying the shard out with it? No, no, nothing like that. (laughs) No, nothing like that. It swallowed the stone. It didn't hold it in its neck. You know, the peristalsis of the esophagus takes a while, and it's got a really long neck. So really, it wouldn't have it for a brief period of time that we that. I imagine Vasa saying that as she's like climbing, like, oh, really? We have some time before it hits the stomach. (laughs) The impenetrable stomach. All right, so it's going to snap its head forward. It's going to move forward a little bit, snap its head, and try to bite down on you. What's your AC, Ertleby? It's a 12. 12? No, sorry, 15. 15. 15, okay. (laughs) Uh, So it dives forward and strikes at you like a snake, but. Uh, you still have a little bit of that feline grace in you, and you kind of roll out of the way. Uh, Brummelstone. Aha! Uh, I will keep climbing. Can I get to the top? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can this round. So yeah, well, I guess I'll get up there and be like, "Hey, what's going? Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you gotta catch your breath." <laughs> what? The- <laughs> uh, tin. Okay. Um. So. Now Tin has the advantage. Um, since she kind of changed, she was thinking of doing the glaive, but now she's like, hmm, maybe I'll try the rifle. So she gets out her rifle instead. Uh, 26. That's a hit. Uh, nine. <laughs> All right. Nine damage. Um, and so, yeah, it kind of recoils and looks in shock at you, too, as it, it's, it's never experienced this kind of pain or... This kind of, it's never witnessed this kind of action before. Uh, <laughs> uh, Roberto? So Roberto, he climbs up above the ledge, finally, and sees this chaos, a room full of chaos. And I'll just move to try to like get in the way, just so it has his attention on me. So like I, yeah. I go next to it and draw my sword and just... <laughs> why is everyone... Why is everyone... No, you got this! You got this! No fighters. Sure you have the high AC. I look. I'm I, I walk past. <laughs> I walk past Vasa. She's just like, no, no, stop. No, <laughs> but I'm just like, like, like we have to like. <laughs> I draw my sword and I just kind of like poke at it. Okay, I poke at it really hard. Seventeen. That's a hit. That's a six piercing damage. All right. So um, you run forward and as you uh, shout, yo. It looks at you confused, and then you duck under, and you take a quick swipe at its under, and you land a decent blow. Nice. Vasa? Got his attention. What am I aware of coming from the other caves of the spire? Oh, yeah. You just hear, like, the growl from the Okay, but is it building an... When you say it's getting louder, is it the sounds of, like, stirring, or is it, like... Stirring. Rapidly... Creatures waking up and, under, like, coming to their senses, and... Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, alright, so I I guess I get over the lip of the I get over the lip of the spire at this point into the cavern space, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And I kind of pissed at everybody. I'm like, Keep it down. You're waking everybody else up. <laughs> oh. And then, and then um, from my point, I do my, I take, I whip out my bow and arrow, and I basically shoot. So let's go with, uh, let's first see if I hit at all with my little arrow. Uh, well, that's a natural one, so oh. I'm gonna answer that myself. You hit like you hit yourself in the face when you like draw the bow. And then, like, yeah, like, like, like the twang, <laughs> twang of the bow like cuts my cheek. Yeah, that didn't happen. There's like one piece of china that you break really loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I just use my arms to climb, okay? They're wobbly. They're like, I'm an I'm a, I'm a artiste. You're like, that part didn't look cool, but you should have seen me climb up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Irby, new round? Has heard the the call to be quiet, so she puts away her, her gun and pulls out a sickle. Um, however, this sickle, as she recalls from last time, does at most four damage, so she's like questioning whether or not um, it's worth <laughs> charging headfirst in towards this monster armed with her tiny sickle. Uh, how healthy is this thing looking? Is it... Um, looks like it works out. Does it skip leg day? It has missed no leg days whatsoever. <laughs> right. <All> right. <laughs> Right, it respects so, itself. So she like pulls her sickle out dramatically and then like kind of puts it away slowly and instead <laughs> is like uh what's what's a quiet thing? I know my garden and in thinking about um her garden and what they got up to in Mercurius, she decides to entangle the monster. Um yeah, so you call forth the vines again. And they rip through the earth, they rip out of the walls, and they try to entangle him, but it just rips through all of them and uh, moves forward. Oh no! Unfazed. Well, Irving's sure been fine. very useless. <laughs> it's going to charge past Roberto, so you get a free hit. Opportunity attack if you'd like to take it. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. My... Oh, oh. Roberto. It's going to go past <laughs> you as well, Ertleby, so you can get a sickle attack if you want. Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's charging towards uh, Tin, so... Oh. God damn it. <laughs> um, I got a 17. That's a hit. Uh, Ertleby, with her mighty sickle, does three damage. All right, so you kind of catch it across the leg, Roberto. 14. That's a hit. Seven. Missing. So yeah, it runs past you. You both get quick attacks um, and kind of jab at it, trying to slow it down. But to know, while you did do damage, it didn't stop it from doing what it's going to do. I, I whisper, need... yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need um, Tin to make a um, strength athletics check or a dexterity acrobatics check. It's up to you. I'm so scared, guys. <laughs> uh, 17. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so it rushes forward, and then it just slams its head into Tin and knocks her off the side. <gasps> so F- fucking rude. <laughs> can Vasa grab at her? Um, let's see. No, but you can make a one last 
saving throw, and I'll let you pick uh, dex or strength, depending on how you describe it, how you're going to try and save yourself from falling all the way down. Me? Okay. I'm kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) She's going to get hit, but then she's probably going to try and, like, beast it out like Spider-Man with a train, and, like, just try and, like, push, like, and stop, like, being pushed off the edge. Oh, no, that failed. She tried that. She's off the edge. Oh. Off the edge, right in the air. Yeah, but... Okay. Well, she imagines that scenario as she's, like, falling, and then she's, like... (laughs) Then she's gonna try and like. Her uh, brain is trying to like come to terms. <laughs> she's like, ah, oh, dang, I was too slow. Like, well, that's step uh, one denial. <laughs> her final memory is that she did survive. It's like a happy memory. She's yeah. plummeting. She's like, that was so badass. Um, I'm prob- She's probably gonna like reach out with like both her hands and try and like just robot strength, like just grab onto like the edge and just like. <laughs> Go, go, gadget arms! Uh, give me a strength saving throw. 19. 19. So Holy shit! You plummet about 40 feet before you uh, kind of uh, snap out of the daydream where you were retconning what just happened and then um, throw your hands forward and you kind of grind some of the rock off, but you do manage to save yourself. You're 40 feet down. You should call out the scar and your brother. Uh, like, Long live I, the king! You just hear me from far away, like I'm okay. <laughs> I got her. Roberto. So did the the monster charged or did charge Tanner whipped her off the ledge? His headbutt her off, like headbutt her and just like an ass. But so I'm be- we're behind it right now. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, that wasn't good. So I'm just gonna try and get its attention again, like. Or not behind it and just poke it, stab it in the butt. <laughs> it's a Roberto's go-to move. Yeah, the fuck is, you know, it's, it's called the anal penetrator. They, they called me butt stabber. <laughs> okay. uh, rear ender. Roberto. <laughs> I got the Roberto. rear ender. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 13 for my pets. Mm, no. <laughs> well, for uh, your miss. Um, so he run Stabbing forward, and, uh, yeah, it's protective of its, um, <laughs> of its back area, and so it kind of raises its butt in the air, like it just don't care, and dodges that attack. Uh, Vasa? Uh, well, uh, the thing is how, how I just saw my comrade get literally punched over the edge, I'm going to pick the lesser of two evils and try to, like, Dodge, skirt around it towards to inwards of the cave, or at least farther away from the edge. Are you going into the end zone with uh, Enzo? Um, essentially, uh, <laughs> I just basically. <laughs> <Enzo>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just basically I want to position myself in such a way that I'm not push offable. Yep. You know. Yep. Yeah. So essentially, for my own. Um... Uh, head cannon, if you will. Uh, are you on its side or behind it then? Um. I will be flanking it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Alright. So, are you going to go ahead and attack then? Yeah, yeah. I will attack now if I can. If oh. I, if I've come to my wits, so to speak. Alright, I'm going to roll on a surface that's not my laptop because my laptop screwed me over twice now. <laughs> <laughs> Roll on the floor. Okay, here we go. Fourteen. That's it. Oh, sweet. 
Now, uh, would you like to attack its rear end in an effort to show up Enzo, or are you going to respect his? Uh, no, his I'm going to actually cut for its belly. Nice. Yeah. So first, I'm gonna. I'll be basically using my rapier because it's close quarters. So that's uh, seven plus twelve makes nineteen damage. Nice. So I'm just slashing at that belly. Damn. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you kind of run along its side, and then once you get into a good position, you duck down and you drive your sword into its belly. Yeah. And it screams and howls, and it looks like it's finally like significantly hurt for the first time. Bremelstone, your turn. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do. Uh... My chromatic orb. Okay. So I'll throw a four-inch uh, orb at it. What uh, um, elemental type? Let, let's do cold, because that feels like the quietest. <laughs> uh, 19. That's a hit. Uh, 20 damage. Now, when you cast for flavor, um, do you cast... Do the spells launch out of your orb, or do you use the orb to channel the spells through your hands? Um, I use the orb... Uh, I but I absorb it magically as though it goes to another timeline and is replaced by the smaller chromatic orb, and then it, oh, the nice. orb comes back in my hand. Nice. All right. Yeah, so it flies forward, crashes into him. You can see uh, parts of its scale or parts of its skin kind of like frost over a little bit. And and I only did uh, thirteen damage. Sorry, I rolled a d10 opposed to a d8. You know what? It doesn't scream nearly as much. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Just wanted to be fair. That's cool, thank you. Um, Ertlebee? Is going to use this turn to heal. Um, She's going to actually transform into something a little heftier than a cat. She becomes Ertlebear. After realizing that uh, her sickles just weren't going to cut it against this guy. Uh, And I'm going to burn a spell slot to, to heal 1d8. Can you heal when you're a bear? It says when I'm transformed, you and I still... assumed that was any old thing. That's um, probably... Oh, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I don't know the player rules as well as I should, because I never get to play, so... What I wrote down on my sheet is, when transformed, can use a spell slot to heal 1d8 per spell level. Cool, um, and cool. I just did, and I got a 2, and <coughs> and then... Growl. <laughs> 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 All right, um, it's turn. So two of you are near it only. Yes, I'm the only one unless it's what. Where a true hero fights his enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Brummelstone, it's your turn already. Um, I'm gonna cast magic missile at it. All right. Two, six, eight damage. Eleven. <laughs> yeah. So um, you just kind of fling your hand forward in a volley of a. Uh, green energy flies out, slams into its side, and it howls, and it looks bruised from that. It looked like uh, that was a pretty significant hit. I yell out a uh, little help, guys. Looking around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ten, ten yells, I'm coming! And, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna Be there use... momentarily. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna use um, action surge, so I think what that means is that I could probably use to, um, like, during one move, climb up enough to get back into the room, I think. Yeah, it gives you one additional action. Yeah, uh, yep. that's what I want to do. Let's see, I'm going to say, um, noise be damned, and I'm going to get out my rifle, because I'm going to be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, just look really pissed off, like, <sighs> <laughs> 
Um, so I'm gonna roll to attack this. this Don't miss. Uh, it's a great lady. narrative uh, building right now. Yeah. Wait, Megan, you wait. look pleased. No, a nine. <laughs> okay. All right. So you see uh, <laughs> Tin climb over the side, and she slams her fist into the ground, picks herself up, flings the rifle off her back with one hand, and quickly lines up a shot, maybe too quickly, and and misses. <laughs> um, Roberto? Um, you should stop uh, no scoping it. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna stab it more, and uh, <laughs> I don't even need to say it at this point. Mm-hmm. In the butt. In the butt. You should call yourself the closer. <laughs> um, I got a twenty in total. All right, that's a hit. With seven piercing damage. Seven piercing. All right, so you do stab it this time in the buttocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They call me the proctologist. (laughs) (laughs) Vasa. See, now you have something to talk about when your parents come over. Enzo lying to shot. (laughs) It's time for your ear. He's a doctor. (laughs) Bend over and cough. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well, uh, I obviously, I sort of run in again as it's dealing with this pokered anus. And I, I go for the same side that was that I had gouged before, and I basically try to gouge the same spot to add to worse wound. Yep. Let me roll my d20. Oh, that's a natural 20. Oh. <gasps> nice. With, yes. With my dexterity mod, that's a 26. Nice. So <clears throat> everything is t- uh, times two, including your sneak attack. Shit. Oh, okay. Fuck. See, see, it makes sense since I'm attacking the same area I was before. Yep. Every movie tells you that does more damage. Thirty-six damage. Thirty-six damage. Oh, so shit. You and, then use, your... and, then, and then I use my my final cunning action to disengage. All right. So <clears throat> you watch as Vasa drives her blade all the way to the hilt into the creature, and then quickly like tumbles away, backflips away as the creature falls to the ground. Epic That's my- that was such a cool combo move. Like, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it it crashes to the ground. Is it dead or is it just fake? It's dead. It's dead. Well, I mean, oh. I guess you don't know. Um, but it, 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 it that would be a tremendous Oscar-worthy performance if it <laughs> allowed the blade into its gut and said. Can't wait to see their face in a second. <laughs> so, I would immediately, as soon as the dust settles and it looks like it's dead, I would immediately ask, where's the fucking shard? Oh, looks like we have to, you know, do a little digging. Well, I don't know where it is, because I was downstairs. Oh, and all the oh right, we don't know. I, don't, I didn't see it. Ten. Well, you can see the light start to pour out of its gut. Okay, well then I immediately dash in with my daggers and start cutting away. <laughs> I would advise that uh, one of the forge do it, since its blood has that spell oh, that... Or, well, it's still part of it, but we don't really know, so maybe it's like... Maybe just proceed with a little caution. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't 
realize that it's blood head. Oh, okay, well Thank then, you. um, Bordo goes over and starts slicing at the belly. And I, say, <laughs> and I say, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> oh my oh, god. <laughs> Rumblestone laughs as he remembers that's a reference oh, to a play they've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Good All right, brother. Good Vasa, Vasa would walk to the edge of the cavern and sort of like look down with their passive perception just, like, just to check with the theme or the action of the environment. There are about 10 to 15 creatures all patiently waiting inside their caverns away. So basically, what would happen would, would have like you would have seen Vasa's head poke over the edge and then immediately poke back and be like, hey, right, guys. Yeah, like that's a real, really quick disappear. That's, that's how it was. <clears throat> <laughs> wait, um, wait. Would, you, would you say that Vasa took one step closer to the arch? She's not about to faint. She's not about to faint. <laughs> no, not about break, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So sorry. No, you're fine. I was with you. So, yeah, so you guys, you watch as that um, blood spills. It's just boiling with that purple arcane-like energy that you first recognized before um, Roberto and Brummelstone. Has Tiny Tin acquired the stone yet? Shard? Oh, oh yeah, she's, though, she's also in there, kind of, uh, you oh, know, both like of searching you? in the guts. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a family double dare kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, what is that? I, you know, like those mystery boxes where you're like, oh, that was that, grapes. Oh. <laughs> 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 I wouldn't, and Brummelstone would look around the room, especially if there's... Like any books or writing or something. There's lots of books in here. Um, <laughs> the desk has books and piles of notes. Um, the bookshelves have books on them, of course. He's looking to see if he can figure out who lives. You know, like obviously these creatures aren't reading this. So, mm-hmm. um, let's see. So you start flipping through the. What do you? There's journals, notes, and books. What do you want to flip through first? It's shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start whatever if. Uh, you, I remember you described a fancy writing desk at one uh-huh. point. I would look on top of there to see maybe what looks most freshly written. The notes that you see uh, on the desk all have to do with the spell plague, and they look like formulas. <sighs> Not like this. Thanks for listening to World Walkers. Follow us on Twitter at World Walkers Pod or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash worldwalkerspod. If you want to see World Walkers grow, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com slash worldwalkers. Patrons get rewards such as art from the group, early episodes, and a chance to hang out in live draw sessions with the group as we talk shop. Thanks to Sirenscape for the music and sound you heard in today's game. You can find them at sirenscape.com. I want it to be like in a comic book where they all think I'm dead, and then I get to see them all cry, uh, and then reveal I've been alive. <laughs> it's like Professor <laughs> X. Only after everyone's <laughs> been really sad for a prolonged period. Did you ever see those issues of X-Men? Like, he did that all the time, where he would fake his death, and they'd be like, you killed Xavier, and he'd come around the corner like, did they, Scott? <laughs> Boom, prank war, one. <laughs> What I feel like, like I thought you were dead. Yes, precisely the plan. And like he would like he would mind white people and make them think he was dead. Oh my god! What is like that? One move. <laughs>
Nice. All right, All right. so what I got to roll? <laughs> D and D. Give me a second. Uh, the creature can break free and move half its normal speed by using a full round action to make a DC 20 strength check or a DC 20 escape artist check. Uh, a creature that succeeds on a reflex save is not entangled but can still move at only that half might speed. might be a Pathfinder um, spell because oh. they don't have reflex in here. I'll yeah. look at it real quick. Does it have acid reflux? <laughs> Entangle. Um, oh, I got that. <laughs> strength saving throw. Uh, what's the DC I gotta beat? Why don't you roll first, then we'll tell you. 